0: What's going on, everybody? Jonathan Pember here with James Grady. Welcome into the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Here, recording for Wednesday's eleven-game main slate. James, you're the guy on the playbook for this one. Uh, coming off a nice little five-gamer on Tuesday, we got a lot of top-tier talent this slate. We got we got the Nets, we got Steph Curry, we got a Beluka on a back-to-back, we got Dame, we got Nikola Jokic, Paul George, Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid. Like these are monster slates. Eleven games. Player pools are going to be wild. Roster builds are going to be wild. So it should be a pretty interesting one to break down.
1: Yeah, uh, monster slate for sure. Lots of star power. Back to backs. We have the the whole shebang here. Eleven games. Uh, I'm ready to do this. I'm excited. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are nine names, John, on DraftKings over 10K. Yep. So uh, tons of star power. I know I said it, but.
0: Tons of star power. A lot of star power, like you said. Uh, We got a few game totals here. Charlotte, Golden State's currently at 226, one of the higher game totals we've seen, given the supposed lack of scoring in the NBA. To this point, Denver, Memphis, 213. Atlanta, Brooklyn, 219. Boston, Orlando, 215. New York, Indiana, 218. And Portland, Cleveland's at 219 right now, missing currently game totals for Clippers, Minnesota, Dallas, San Antonio, and New Orleans, Sacramento. Dallas, New Orleans, Sacramento, all on back-to-backs. See if I'm missing anybody else on a back-to-back. I think that's just it, right? Just those, yeah, just those three teams are on a back to backs. Dallas, Sacramento, and or New Orleans. So something certainly to watch for there. Not a ton of high point spreads either. I've seen six and a half Orlando's getting, and Golden State is giving six to Charlotte. Those are the, the biggest point spreads currently on the board. Maybe... maybe I actually, I don't really think there's going to be a bigger one, truthfully. I think that we're going to see some pretty tight games here.
1: Yeah, I, I suspect you were going to say the Sacramento Pelicans if there was no Brandon Ingram, but well, I guess we'll see. They could just, again, slow the pace down, give it to Joval 47 times. So, yeah, I think pretty close spreads, pretty nice totals, and away we go.
0: Away we do go here. I got DraftKings open. Jameson, if you want to pop open some FanDuel if you don't have it. Already. And of course, we are playing this year on Yahoo as well. A really strong contest they have over there. They got a $10 10K up top for this big slate there tomorrow on Yahoo. Let's go ahead and check it out at the top. Point guard wise, are you paying over 11K for Steph Curry against Charlotte? You can. Last game
1: wasn't great, but it was a product of a blowout. Still goes for 41 fantasy points in 27 minutes. But I don't think we need to. I think I'm not paying Steph. I'm not, I'm not playing Luca. i tell you that, while he's in whatever current form, not playing him at 10-7. But Harden at 10-2, coming off back-to-back, really strong performances. I know he didn't get to the free throw line last time out, but triple double.
0: I mean, what a weird thing, right? Like, his free throws there. 4-4-1-3-3-19. Four, four, three, three, so I'm willing to go back to the well
1: here on Harden. I'm not giving up hope on Dame. I think through the struggles, we're seeing better production elsewhere yeah, that and hasn't this killed great. us. Yeah, Double-doubles in three or four, I'm willing to go there. Uh, Morant looked perfectly fine after being questionable all day against the Nuggets and now gets Nuggets same again. Matchup, same
0: matchup, same matchup, and at home uh, still. So they back-to-back games for Denver in Memphis, kind of weird, but that's what they got. And I think DeJounte, who definitely
1: let us down, gets a Dallas team on the second leg of a back-to-back, a team he went 23-10-8 against. So yeah, I don't think we need to go Steph. I don't think we need to go Luka. I would obviously lean Steph in that of those two. But I think Harden, Lillard, Morant, Murray are all pretty, pretty good plays themselves.
0: Yeah, DeJounte had 19.5 fantasy points in DraftKings in the first quarter the other day against uh, the Pacers and then basically didn't play the entire second quarter. And during that, Indiana just busted open. as a monster. And then he didn't take like any shots in the third, like he ended up with 31 fantasy points, basically giving us 11 fantasy points over the final three quarters of that game. So super frustrating, giving the, given the potential for him, Wh- what are we doing with LaMelo here? He's finally cracking the 30 minute plateau back to back games over 50 fantasy points. We talked about it before when he was 7K. It's like, all right, at some point, this man's going to be a 9K-plus player. 8,500 the other day, 8,600 this time, Golden State, late-night hammer, highest point spread on the board. I'm tempted to go in this direction here and just lock in LaMelo Ball. Yeah, as long as he's giving us the minutes. and we should. Miss, yeah. Last three games, right?
1: Yep, yep. The only problem, and I think he gets... Like, the foul trouble is so weird for a guard. It's I like agree, so yeah. – un. it's so unprecedented.
0: It's because he goes for steals and blocks. Yeah, like he does aggressive. go yep,
1: – he is very aggressive. And obviously, you really can't do that with Stephen Curry. So, that would be my only drawback. But, yeah, everything you alluded to, the minutes, the production 20 is plus there. 20-plus shots,
0: back-to-back right. games. Like, it's right. a lot. Long... Look, we know he's a star.
1: It's yep. just he hasn't – Earlier in the year, he wasn't putting it together, whether it was foul trouble, whether the the team just didn't want to play him 30 minutes. We don't know what it was, but now all that has kind of been brushed aside and he's giving us a production. So, yeah, sure. Fire him up.
0: Perfect. Mid-tier plays where, where you're looking. I mean, Cole Anthony has been absurd. Unbelievable. Abs- yeah. Absurd. And now he's going up. Boston is in, like, disarray right now. I don't know what to make of this team. Marcus Mark called out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum the other day. People are saying, like, there could be rumors that one of these guys maybe sat or the rotation's changed around. I mean, the way Cole Anthony's playing right now, I I mean, is 7,600 too much? The guy gave is given a 61 in the last game. I, like, so I saw a
1: tweet um, the other day. And it was about Miles Bridges. And it was like, I'm going to be the guy who Miles Bridges is going to smash all year long. And I'm still going to fade him. And I'm I'm going to be that guy who still fades him every slate. And that's kind of how I feel about Cole Anthony. Like, is it sustainable, John? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Coming into the, come, his college career, he was super inefficient. And I know he only, super inefficient. He was a good scorer because he had the volume. And he has the volume, but, like, suddenly everything is going in. He shot 47% or better in four straight games in five of his last six. I don't know if that can continue. I don't know if the rebounds are going to continue, but apparently he's the best rebounding guard in the history of the game. <laughs> I've um, said it
0: before. Rebounding is all about effort. So, like, if right. he is trying to get rebounds, he's going to get rebounds. I just, like, I don't I don't know – if I'm gonna play Cole
1: Anthony
0: at 7600, It this feels like I, if, you're, if you're so so this is I guess maybe the problem with you and I right and so if you're listening to this have an understanding about how James and I generally play, we're one lineup guys. James maybe occasionally throws in a couple, but like me personally, I'm a one lineup guy. Cole Anthony is your multi lineup player. If you right. make five, ten lineups, you have Cole Anthony in some of those lineups, so you get that exposure. So if he goes for 60. You win, right? Like right. he's in your lineup. But like you and I try to play a lot of single entry contests. We play the right. twelve dollar, the twenty-seven, the forty on uh, DraftKings, right? So like we're not multi-entering these lineups. So like while we, we look for higher upside guys, we're also looking for reasonable value, a little bit of guys with some safer floors. Paying seventy six hundred for Cole Anthony feels like paying for his ceiling, right? Right. If we're we're talking a lot about wanting six or 7x, you know, 6x at 7600, quick math there's like 46 fantasy points. That that is that's his ceiling. So like you're it feels like there's no value there. But he just went for 62. So like if you're paying 76 and he goes for 50, 55 again because he's triple doubling with 25 actual, then it, it, there is the value there. So I think he's fine for multi-entry lineups for single entry he's probably a little bit too expensive for my taste
1: i think you nailed that i think that was the perfect description because if you're playing 10 lineups, he could make one or two of them right he's making one or yep. two of them he's 7100 on Fanduel. something i've always kind of spoke about i think it's a significance a significant thing when a player is cheaper on Fandle because you have the extra 10k over there. So maybe you're more inclined to play him on Fandle at 71 with the extra ten thousand dollars. I don't think I'm gonna do it if I'm playing one lineup on DraftKings, but I, I I think you I think you described it perfectly.
0: Other guys that we're looking at as we as we work our way down, maybe some cheaper point guards. Spencer Dinwiddie had a double-double the other day. I know we talk a lot about his price tag. He's 72. $100 but 38 39 fantasy points in mm-hmm. in the last two games for him there. So again, a little bit above probably where the the true value is for him, but he is playing uh really well. We talked about LaMelo. You know Terry Rozier had 40 fantasy points the other day. He's only 68. So, you know, a cheaper way to get exposure to a game with the slate highest game total. Hell yeah. For sure.
1: I like I like uh Rozier quite a bit. He looked good. And and on a back-to-back, he looked good. 40% from the floor, but 22 shots, he didn't slow down. So, looks fully healthy, and, and Warriors have been pretty good, but um, like you said, slate-high total, so yeah, I'm in on here.
0: Someone that you had as a cover of your core plays the other day was Darius Garland, matchup against Portland here. Are you going back to the well?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's super safe. Like, he didn't even have he, – he didn't shoot the ball well, he had far less assist than he's had all year long. I mean, he's averaging seven and a half and had, I mean, still squeaked out 31 fantasy points, 35 minutes, two was a season high. I think it's a really good spot for him. I think he is a good cash game play. I think the other point guard in this backcourt in Ricky Rubio is a good tournament play because he's still playing 25 plus minutes a night. But I think as long as we keep seeing these minutes trending upwards for Garland, we're going to get a, a really big ceiling game sooner rather than later and we're gonna have a really nice floor to boot.
0: Um Malcolm Brogdon, I think, is expected back for this matchup here yeah. against the Knicks. We we didn't really touch upon him. You, you know, I think he's probably okay, a little worried on the first game back, but Kember's nine hundred.
1: Brogdon's eighty nine hundred
0: right. uh, Yeah, expensive. right. It's it's not we, we like going at Kemba and Fournier, but he's he's expensive on the first game back. But thoughts on that flip side of that matchup. Kemba Walker, fifty nine hundred dollars, twenty-five fantasy points the other day five of 10 shooting but before that 40 35 38 i went on a nice little run they're still under 6k
1: yeah i think he's fine we talked about him last pod and like initially we like we were both in and then on the playbook the other day i was like yeah i don't think we need to go there and, and i'm not sure we need to go there again i liked the price in the low fives uh, because I felt like there was still upside. Now we kind of we need 30 fantasy points, right? Essentially, we need 30 fantasy points for any upside. And I'm not saying he can't do it, but that's over. as right now that's over a fantasy point per minute. And on the year, he's averaging eh, over fantasy point per minute. I, I'm in. I'm in. It's probably more of a cash game play for me at 5900. I think sure. that the price is getting a little too high for my taste, for my liking. But I still think there is some so a nice floor here with Kemba.
0: All right, what do you think about these value plays? we got Monty Morris sitting out there back to back 20 fantasy point outing, just had this matchup against Memphis, played 28 minutes, 23 fantasy points. Anthony Simmons, like what are we, what's going on with him? He played 29 in that minutes in that game against Philadelphia. He's got over 20 fantasy points and three of the last four. I know there was definitely some blowout run there and, but the minutes have been there for him. Damian Lee is going to be good to go. He was a guy that's in this rotation for Golden State. Fantasy points for him have been pretty decent. Is there any value I guess that you're maybe sticking out to you? I probably
1: would have played Lee on an 11 game slate. I know he's been decent, but I think I would rather I feel com- more comfortable with Simmons, Simons or whatever the correct sure. um pronunciation is. His I feel better about where he is offensively and and Neither of them do a lot peripherally, but Simons is doing a little more. Monty Morris is someone we've talked about a couple times, and like he's like fourth, fifth in line sometimes, but he's still getting the job done. Decent value. Listen, for whatever reason, Jalen Brunson's back down to 5,100. Yeah, yeah. After a big night, he was in the starting lineup. I think it's going to be that could happen again if we get – Porzingis out and we get Kleba out, and it's status quo for Dallas. So I think Brunson stands out 5,100. He was great.
0: Yeah, 30. I think it was like 38 fantasy points tonight on DraftKings. I think he was 55, too. So you mentioned he's cheaper on this slate. So yeah, I I like that call as well. I think he's a good tournament option. At the shooting guard position. John, wait, wait, wait. Do we
1: go? I got one more for you. Okay. And I think it's, I know Embiid's off the report, but I, to- Tobias Jake. is Tobias is still out. Sure. Is he played. He only
0: he played 20 minutes. So. 20
1: minutes. Now that's my question. Do you think, like, do we gradually see more? Is he just a 20 minute guy? Like, he's still 3900. And my Bulls defense was exploited by the Celtics. Yes, they had a bad fourth quarter, but they had a ton of points through three quarters. It's not like they just didn't score all game. Any consideration? He's up still under 4K.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, when we talked about this in our Discord, actually, over at Fantasy Alarm, download, go get the DFS Discord if you're not in it already. Premium only, so if you're a subscriber, you have access to James and I and Ray and Ryan Kirksey. Like, we're all in there talking things through all day. The one thing I said to you about this this Shake Milton thing is that it didn't impact the backcourt rotation, Tobias being out, and Joel being out. It impacted the frontcourt rotation. And who had big games. Georges Niang had a big game. Uh Furkan had a big game. Like those guys who are in the in the front court rotation that filled in played big minutes. Shake still played 20. No, I I want to know the status of Danny Green. Maybe he's out. that shakes he's out he's out already. Okay, so like maybe that shakes some things up because early rotation being. Dan, no Danny pun intended. Played, no pun intended. Right. Danny Green played like three of those, I think like three quarters there. So like if he's not there, Seth obviously will start at shooting guard. And Maxi starts a point guard, but then who's the first guard off the bench, right? Or is Danny Green? I mean, Danny Green is playing small forward, I guess. So, like, you know, does Niang go in? Do they go tie bowl? Or do they go small and shift somebody up and and put Shake in there? It's so like, there's there's more minutes potentially available for Shake in this matchup with Green out. But still, like, it's a front court impact there that, that continues to move around on the, move around on the, why am I blanking there? The Sixers. So, Shake's fine. We know what he's capable of, but it just didn't come through last game. So probably a dark throw value play on a big slate like this. Shooting guard, I mentioned Bradley Beal. He's expensive. He's 96. He was 10K the other day. He gave you 34 fantasy points. So I'm still out on the Bradley <laughs> yeah. Beale experiment here right now. Just too expensive for me. But I don't know what to do with the Celtics. Like, Jalen Brown was phenomenal <laughs> again the other day. Back to back. For three games. quarters. Yeah, for three quarters. And then, what was it? I don't know if you saw it, James. The Celtics were the first team since 2005 to not record um, a defensive rebound in a quarter. Did that's you see good. that number? No, that's
1: that's super good. They
0: went the entire fourth quarter against your Bulls without a defensive rebound. First team since 2005.
1: Hey, we got to be first somewhere.
0: Yeah, first somewhere. That's true. Not good numbers there, though. So Chandler Brown, like this tier here is interesting, right? Jalen Brown, Fred Van Vliet, Anthony Edwards is continues to be a baller. I mean, I've said he had that one game against Denver. But beside that, he's giving you 40-plus fantasy points like every single night. CJM, same thing. Out there, just giving you a really strong production. Where are you, I guess, in this below-Beal tier? Levine, Brown, Van Vliet, Edwards, McCollum. Like, obviously, there's varying... A, a price tags here, but how do you rank that?
1: I rank them all the same and I label them all cash game plays except Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's a tournament play. Levine cash, Ben Vliet cash, Edwards cash, McCollum cash. And I say that because they're not providing much upside at their price tags. It's not like Edwards is getting cheaper, he's getting more expensive, right. yet only scoring like 40 fantasy points. So it's like, how can I justify playing? 8,400 Anthony Edwards when he's yet to go over 46 fantasy points in a tournament. How can I do, like Van Fleet has at least shown us 50, but he's still 8,500. It's not like he's any cheaper than he was. So we know Jalen has that slate-busting upside. He's shown it Mm -hmm. twice this year, but we also know he has a
0: a horrible floor. It is Cole Anthony, Jalen Sugg's defense as well.
1: yeah and and that helps he leans and that's he's my lean for tournaments for sure of this group not even a question like Levine there's a lot going on in Chicago there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen and he's doing well right he's scoring very well 25 26 26 last three games but 42 40 37 fantasy points he's 8800 McCollum playing well but again it's like yes he went for 57 on opening night hasn't gone over 43 cents and he's 8,100. It's just a tier full of cash game plays for me. And I'd rather spend up elsewhere. Like we have Jokic on the slate and just because sure. Jokic snowflaked, I'm not like, he's literally the best player in the NBA right now. So I, I think I'm going to live in this next tier and below truthfully. Uh, um,
0: yeah. So let's, let's look at like the next tier then. And I'm talking, or you know, not like the next group of players, or I'm probably talking about two, two K down, Yep. Uh, excuse me jordan Poole against charlotte we talk about exposure there you know keeps playing 30 minutes for the warriors buddy healed and now it's yep. a back-to-back i know you have a thing on jump shooters on back-to-backs and and it's sort of proven true i know we can actually look at buddy Heald's shooting stats on basketball reference one day rest no day rest type of thing but it is against a matchup against the pelicans and for what not revenge revenge not only is it a revenge game for is it like the last decade we've been saying you can attack the Pelicans with three-point shooters, right? Like, they just yep. don't defend the wing. So, so Heels at 59. Fournier, I think you can certainly continue to consider. He's been a little bit up and down, but he's also throwing in some 30 fantasy point games in there. And then you have Duarte. Now, Lavert played the other day. Brogdon's expected back. So we keep on thinking like, all right, the shot attempts are going to go down for him eventually. But he's also just making a bunch of shots. Right. So he's 5800. So we, there's still some some potential, I think, for Duarte there. I think Schroeder is in play. Strong minutes off the bench. So I mean, this whole like under five, under six K grouping is is going to be strong. Seth Curry, right, 5600. You're probably yep. going to roll him out there.
1: So I got some buddy love numbers for us. Here. Give it to me. Back to back last year, surprisingly good. 45% yeah. from the floor. 44% from three. And he averaged 18, four and a half and four, uh, 115 offensive rating. It was his second best amongst days rest out of all like zero, one, two or three plus. The best he was was three plus, but it was only a five game sample. This is a 16 game sample that we got from Buddy last year. Forty four percent from three. So I in your past. Fifty nine
0: hundred. That's, yeah. that's a that's a nice number. Playing
1: playing big minutes. Yep. Even though they don't want him there, um, playing big minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. honestly, I would probably go down to Curry next, knowing mm-hmm. that no, there's no Tobias. And I want to pull up some usage rates to, to figure it out. I, he didn't have a—he had, like, no sample prior to last game. He had basically played all of his minutes this year with Embiid and Tobias. There was like a 2 minute sample going into that game which completely threw me off and then of course Seth turns to, to Seth and or Seth turns to Steph and he's in every winning lineup but so this year with Tobias out John, you ready? Seth Curry in a 46 minute sample, 26% usage, 1.25 fantasy points per minute. Only Andre Drummond and Joel Embiid have better fantasy point per minute marks and only shake Milton and Embiid have better usage rates. So we are definitely in on Seth Curry.
0: Seth Curry and Scotty Barnes already ruled out. Gary Trent. Yep. Yes, sir. 5,100 way too 5, cheap. 5,100 yeah, way too cheap. 30, 32. Had a 16-pointer there against the Pacers, but he only played 23 minutes in that game. And then 41 fantasy points against the Knicks. Had to have been an overtime game, I'm assuming, at 43 minutes in that one. But yeah, Gary Trent's out there. He's starting, playing a boatload of minutes, taking shots. Scotty Barnes isn't in there. And and you called it, actually. And maybe this is somebody that we should talk about as well, is our guy's fee. $3,700. He started without Scotty Barnes in there, played 35 minutes, had 33 fantasy points.
1: I'm pretty sure it was not an overtime game. You think he just played 43 minutes? It was not an overtime game. Beautiful. They played so just just so So he played
0: 35 minutes. So like
1: (laughs) so here's the minutes just so we can we'll get this out of the way. And I agree on both fronts, Trent. I would say all formats. So they gave they started Precious. He played 17 minutes, John. Sad. Mm -hmm. I know you love Precious. I know. OG played 41. Van Vliet played 37. Svi played 35. Trent played 43. Kem Birch played 30. Nobody else played more than 17 F- precious. And then nobody else played more than 11. So super small rotation, uh, especially without Scotty Barnes. I'm down. Like, is it chasing? I don't know, because he's had two good games in a row now, right? Like, Svee has been a part yeah. of this rotation in back-to-back games. So, as long as he's going to play the minutes, we already know Scotty Barnes is out. Sure. And and this is, like, this is kind of where, what we were talking about
0: earlier. Like, all we're those dying guys. are value he's playing right. 35 minutes. And
1: against- Literally against Washington. I would also like to just throw both Clippers into the ring again. I know Terrence Mann, like, was disappointing, but he played 32 minutes. Love seeing the 32 minutes. Uh, Marcus a, Morris already ruled out.
0: I'm already in on Kennard as
1: well. And then Kennard, um, who did nothing in the first half and then just exploded in the second half, it helped the Clippers come all the way back in that game.
0: DraftKings for Kennard, seven three pointers, eight three pointers, 11 three pointers, eight three pointers. Those are his attempts the last four games. Yep. You know, he, he has it's a 19, uh, quick math there 19, 27, 34. Threes over the last four games. I mean, he hits half of them. He's giving you 20 plus fantasy points. So yeah, I'm, I'm big on Canard here, especially against Minnesota. Maybe the DeAndre Russell ruled out for this game. Ooh,
1: Malik Beasley. So and Beverly's questionable, right? As well, because I was just looking at Beasley and I was like, oh yeah, I saw. Okay, so here's my question to you. Let's let's go back to Edwards, right? Yeah. Does this does this news with with Russell out make you more inclined to give Edwards more consideration outside of cash, or is that is it still a little too pricey?
0: I mean, it's expensive, but I mean, we also know I'm pulling court IQ up right now. We also know what Edwards can do, right? I mean, that's a big shooter that's coming off the floor. Right. But they're also putting Beasley on the floor, right? So like and he took 16 shots off. Yeah, he's he's a guy that's not afraid to get his either. So I'm just doing this real quick here. I already Russell. got I already do you
1: have it? I have it up. I here. got
0: it, yeah, I got it right here as well. But if you got it, you want to read it, you can read it. So
1: Anthony Edwards leads in usage rate without yeah. D'Angelo Russell. Thirty-four point seven percent, followed by Carl Anthony Towns at 30. Uh, Beasley with a respectable 22, and then I don't think the rest of their rotation doesn't necessarily matter. Interesting though, John. And here's I I think we have to circle back here. And I didn't even I don't know why we didn't catch this, and this is our fault, okay? We're gonna go back to the point guard position. We have a revenge narrative potentially brewing here, John. Pat Bev, Pat Bev against the Clippers. Without D'Angelo Russell. He was out the other day, right though? Is he back? He is currently listed as questionable. He was okay. a full participant on Tuesday's practice. And we
0: and we talked about him on that podcast too because he was so cheap. And, uh, and then he got ruled out and he's played four games, over 20 fantasy points in all four games, and he's thirty seven hundred. So you look at the last couple of games, twenty-three, twenty-six, twenty-four, at thirty-seven hundred, that's like six X return on your on your investment. Yeah, if he's going to start at point guard, I mean, there's definitely definitely some intrigue there. But I think Beasley at 41 now, definitely yep. pop, as we're looking for some value. So uh, make a note of that, James, as you're doing the playbook. <laughs> Malik Beasley, $4,100. Probably going to be uh, a pretty popular play, I'll even say. Yep. Uh, get, going out on a limb that he's probably uh, going to be popular. A guy that wanted to go back to doing what he was doing, Cam Reddish. Uh forty four yep. hundred. He keeps playing pretty well. I don't even know if he need to go there, it would be at forty one, but you yeah, know, matchup against Brooklyn here. Shooting guard small forward. So I mean you can play them both if you really want to go stars and scrubs. I think he's a uh, very much in play uh guy. I don't know what to do with the Spurs rotation though. I mean Devin Vassell played twenty seven <laughs> minutes. it's it's I don't I, think I don't we need to guess. I don't, I don't think wanna, yeah, I don't want to guess, but he he's been in there, so there's just
1: there was just so many so many good shooting guards that we just mentioned. I don't think we need to go there. It's like you the other night. You were like, I don't think we need to go play Seti Osman. And you were spot on. Like, you yeah. we just didn't need to. So I think this is another situation where, like, I get it. But I don't think we need to go there. I think there's better, higher upside options. And I think there's safer options in the same regard.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that one as well. But let's go on over to small forward where the top guys are. Paul George, 10-9, Durant, 10-8. Luka actually has small forward eligibility on DraftKings. Not that we're going to go there. Those guys, I mean, Durant versus Atlanta. Listen, I know you want to play Jokic. And I know Durant's numbers lately have been down. Well, Hardens has been up. But, I mean, that Durant on John Collins feels just like an absolute smash play. And, and who's defending Paul George in Minnesota? I think Collins is actually
1: questionable questionable yeah he's questionable for this game I saw that earlier as we recorded. for a legitimate
0: reason or just like yeah no
1: he's questionable he was apparently injured the other night he has a strained left foot okay so they don't know when he sustained the injury because he played a whole bunch of minutes but he apparently has a strained left foot so something to consider look I don't know John like I get it and we have both kind of agreed like Kevin Durant is that guy right like when he's going in his offense game, like there's not a single person that can do anything about it defensively. But right now, John, Paul George is on a different atmosphere, a different a different stratosphere. He's gone for 60, 58 four times, and he's put up 60 in, th- in three of his last five.
0: Yep.
1: I'm sorry, like, I like we know Durant is like the better player, but right now Paul George is. Jokic is the top fantasy asset. I think Paul George might be second as as I really do. He's averaging as many fantasy points as Curry, and he's one point six behind Jokic on the season. So give me George over Durant. I, I just I'm ha- I have trouble saying that, but give me George over Durant right now.
0: I'm not gonna sit here and not, not argue it. I mean, he's been he's been unbelievable. Tier below, you you talked about it earlier. Like, Miles Bridges, I mean, 8,100, right? We've been talking since he was, uh. since he's, you know, 7K. We're like, all right, well, maybe it's getting too much. Maybe it's getting too much. <laughs> he's got 17 assists the last two games. He's got 14, 15 rebounds. He's given you blocks in five straight. He's given you steals. He's got 45, 43 fantasy points the last two games. We talked about the high-scoring, close spread game in Golden State. Everything is looking great for this matchup for him, except like maybe Draymond Green covers him. But like, is is he too athletic for Draymond? <laughs> like, can Draymond at his age stay and shut down <laughs> Miles Bridges if that's the matchup? Like, I I don't know. I question that.
1: Don't make me do this, Sean. Please. I I'm that I mentioned that tweet earlier about the guy who said, I'm going to be that guy who fades. I'm with that guy. I'm staying <laughs> strong. I, I quote tweeted it. and I said, stay strong. I'm with you. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. If this is his breakout year and I lose because of Miles Bridges,
0: fine. You're just going to hope that for $400 cheaper, your guy OG keeps playing like an I mean, absolute OG. 41 minutes.
1: <laughs> Look, as great as Miles Bridges has been, as great as he's been, no denying, it. as much as I I want to not play him, whatever. I, like, who like in? I think he has as I won't say as good of a matchup, but his matchup is equally as good. He's playing 38 plus minutes essentially every night. I'm having a hard time not not looking at OG and being like, yeah, this is the guy. Like, this is the guy. 7700. He's still too cheap. What's he on Fandle? 7300. Like, oh, dude. How do, I, how do you not play him at 7,300 on FanDuel? <laughs> I, Miles Bridges 81.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I agree. I, I'm also kind of kicking myself because I was going to play him last th- against the Knicks. And then I saw the game total was like 206. And I'm like, ah, uh, low total. They're probably going to play slow. Uh, And I went against it. And then if he told me he was going to play 41 minutes, I probably would have played him. But I agree. I think you kind of have to go back in that direction, especially for that tier, right? I mean, Kyle Kuzma's 71. We talked a lot about the way he's been playing out of his mind. He's going to have that matchup, though, against OG. We know OG's a good defender, I don't know if that takes you off Kuzma a little bit, even with his volume there. Harry B, the way he's been playing, you know, they're going to be on a back-to-back, but we just saw him go for 18 and 12. In this Pelicans matchup, the way things have been going, going for him. RJ Barrett continues to play really well. He played, we know he's playing minutes, 39 minutes the other day at 37 <laughs> fantasy points. He's 6,900. It, there's a lot of guys that, we, a little bit of the guys we've retreaded, guys we've already talked about because of the multi-position eligibility. But I mean, if you're looking because of the value we've already discussed, like you can pair these guys up and and you have some really good upside plays. It's a fair point.
1: I don't, I think you're right about not playing Kuzma against OG. I mean, you could, he he's been obviously heavily involved offensively. He's heavily involved in the glass. He has 11 rebounds per game. So you can go there and I think you can go to Barrett. Indiana's defense has not been great currently. They're 26th in defensive rating this year in the NBA, so definitely an exploitable matchup for Barrett. It's just the price is just not used to seeing RJ Barrett at 69, so that took me a little bit to, to, to get used to, but he's flashed upside at this price at the same time. So yeah, Barrett is fine, Kuzma, tournaments only, but I think why play any of them when you could just play the GOAT, Franz Wagner?
0: I I can't I have no idea what to say about this one. I mean, he finally had that breakout game, right? I mean, oh, it's funny that he played the 31 minutes, and given the sort of the, some of the guys that they've gotten back in their rotation, but it's yeah, 5500. I mean, I say yeah, but like you can't honestly, right? I mean, Tatum, Brown, Rob Williams, Al Horford, like it, it feels like it shouldn't be a good spot for him. Minnesota. If anything, this that what Franz Wagner just did against Minnesota should give you all the confidence in the world in Paul George, right? <laughs> like if Franz Wagner is going 10 of 18 from the floor for 28 actual, Paul George might score 50 actual points.
1: So out. it sounds like you, in the in in lifetime you're changing your 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 selection of Durant over George to George over Durant.
0: Well, I didn't officially give a, a nod to <laughs> I'm just, okay. and listen, we okay. talk about all the time. This is our first look pod. You're, this is like how our brains generally work. Right. If, if you were in like the group DM that, that James and I have all day, like this is literally our process. As we look over things like, all right, well, did you see what Franz just did against Minnesota the other day? Yeah. Is it apples to apples, one to one? Can you expect it? No, but you're also expecting a higher ceiling out of Paulo George in this matchup. And we just saw what someone like, Franz Wagner just did, and you're like, all right, you know, who <laughs> is Joshua Kogi? Was he the one that's supposed to stop Paul George this thing? And like, no, you know, like Not so. No, listen, I agree. If if Kevin Love is out, do we know if Love is out again? Is he missing some time?
1: Well, he's in COVID protocol. Okay,
0: so. I mean, we talked to so matchup dependent, obviously with Charlotte, but Lori Markman had a monster yep. game, and we talked yep. about him too. And we just we you know we didn't end up pulling the trigger on him, but he's still 5400, and he's not going to kill you with what he's given you if he doesn't have a ceiling game. 26, 23, 30, 31, 23, 20, 22, and then he had 41. So he's sort of sitting in that like four five x range. But against Portland, if there's no if he's not going to come off the floor, 35 minutes is the second most minutes he's played all season. In a competitive game, then we could get another sort of ceiling ish type game out of him.
1: Yep, 100% agree, and I think. That's kind of what I was talking about in the Discord the other day. It's like, there was no love. There was no Okoro. I think you and I, both, our minds went, went to Mobley and went to Jared Allen.
0: Right. A monster game.
1: And Allen had a monster game. But marketing ended up being the best value of them all. 5,300, he goes for 41 fancy points. And you know what? Kevin Love's out. And Isaac Okoro is out, too. So it's going to be big minutes. They only want to give 21 minutes to Seti. Well, they're going to keep playing Laurie Markkinen. I think two things benefit or two things play in his favor. One, Portland 19th in defensive rating. Two, their eighth in pace. Cleveland way down the list in pace, per usual. So we should get extra possessions here offensively for Cleveland against a bad defense. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm working it up. Like, would I? I like, I think I would even go there in cash because he really hasn't been terrible. Right.
0: Like, That's what I'm floor. saying. Like cash games, he's sitting in the four to five x range, anyways, just being on the floor regularly. so so that's fine Desmond Bain is still 5,400 like okay yep 30 plus minutes even with Tyus Jones for absolutely no reason whatsoever going for like 38 fantasy points the other day Desmond Bain still played over 30 5 of 11 shooting I have no problem if you want to go there but we already talked about like Gary Trent's right there as a shooting guard small forward right if you wanted to play it Josh Hart against Sacramento if there's no Ingram Bruce Brown has been starting and playing a lot of minutes. I know recently, again, the minutes were sort of tracked down a bit, but I think he could certainly be in a conversation if you want to go ahead and play that game. Norman Powell is playing yep. 30 minutes in back. Like there's, it's, it's a large slate. This is what sucks about large slates. There's so many players. And what, <laughs> it's funny that Norman Powell is only a single position player because I, I want to go on the rant of like, everybody having multiple position eligibility allows you to play like, a bunch of these guys and take away some of the decision-making process that you have right. to do now DraftKings has always been like this FanDuel, though it, the fact that they nightmare it, like you can play four of the guys we just talked about at value before yep, you can only nightmare. play a couple of them
1: it's so, a night it's a nightmare
0: it is it is a nightmare we didn't even get to the philly like cork forty three hundred dollars you know he's probably going to start again it it I mean, he is. He's gonna start again. No, oh, Tyus, yes. There's Harris. no Green. There's no Harris. Georges Niang is a small forward, a power forward. He 3800. He came in the game and scored 11 straight points the other day against <laughs> Portland and 37 fantasy points. Like he's somebody that's gonna be in play. Batiste Steibel played 27 minutes. We don't like him for DraftKings, but he had three steals and a block. If you play him on FanDuel, you get the extra four points there. The other day right. before that, he had four blocks and three, or four steals and three blocks. Like he's the guy that's gonna play. 25 to 30 minutes probably with with that that rotation there. It's small forward, power forward. So like all of the Philly wings are going to be in play here. Like there's so many options at this shooting guard, small. I, I don't. It almost feels like on a slate like this, James, we should just be playing multi multi entry tournaments. Like there's yeah. I've already
1: decided I'm doing just, just to that.
0: get the exposure, break out of the comfort zone that we're in, and just do it because. I mean, there's too many players. One of <laughs> two of those guys are going to go for 10x. And if you don't have them, somebody else will. The Burrito Brothers are going to play them and you're going to lose. Uh, <laughs>
1: Burrito Brothers.
0: Oh, God. going to be terrible. All right, oh. so that's that's a small forward rant. I am sure there's other players. Is Did I miss anybody that you at least specifically wanted to discuss, James?
1: I'll say if Brandon Ingram's out, go back to Herbert Jones, who's 3,400 and continues to play big minutes. And just for the record, we're recording again. Tuesday night, the Pelicans are up seventeen on the Suns in the second quarter right now, John, without their best player. So just,
0: yeah. just- exactly. Especially uh, looking at some ownership percentages there. Booker and Chris Paul were two of the higher rostered players on this slate. Chris Paul has zero actual points in twelve minutes. Booker is two of seven shooting. So if you if you did the full fate of Phoenix here tonight, you could be you could be looking good. That's two thumbs pointing at me and James. So <laughs> well, Let's go to Power Forward, where there's plenty of other options here. We said it in Discord the other day. We'll set it on the podcast, and I guess we'll say it here again. 10-1 to Sabonis. You don't have to play. He, At his best, he just gave you 52 fantasy points in 36 minutes. He's a cash game play if you want, but you can just play Julius Randle for cheaper and get the same thing. So yeah. I, don't, I don't, especially with Brogdon back, like, I have no interest in Sabonis. I'm not paying 10K for Tatum. Even in a good matchup against Orlando, there's too many weird things going on there over with Boston and all that stuff. So like for me, it's it's Randall, I guess is DDR, right? The way he's been shooting the basketball the mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. 8,500. And then all because everybody plays nine positions, a lot of guys we talked about. Bridges is there at 81. OG's at 77. Harry B's at 75. Draymond, maybe at Draymond. 71.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Charlotte Bakes are trash. Listen, Draymond's looking really good this year. Uh, I love that we healthy. talked
0: about how it's like you play Draymond not to get points, and the other day you went six of eight shooting. So. Six
1: of eight shooting, and I played him. I yeah. was very tilted because I had a, a little Draymond giddy stack, and it was a really good lineup with a lot of potential. And if no, OKC okay, so could just stay a little competitive, I mean, Draymond was clearly going for a triple-double in that game.
0: Five blocks and three steals. You had 24 points out of that over on Yahoo and FanDuel.
1: Yep. So I think it's it's one of those things where when he's this good and we're in this matchup against Charlotte, which you've already touted multiple times as being the best matchup on the board, at least from a Vegas standpoint, I think this is a a pretty stackable game. And I think Draymond should be at the forefront of that because, you know. I don't think we're going to be playing Curry. And if you want to get exposure here, I think Draymond's your next best bet. Like doing like a little draymond Rozier, like a Draymond. If you do go Bridges, I think both of those little pairings are, are perfect. But I, I do think Draymond would be my top priority from the Golden State side.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Especially on FanDuel. And yeah, what's his FanDuel price? He got it over there, right? Um, He is
1: 74. So still a very good price.
0: Yep, still a very, very good price there. Mobley and Horford, 7K and 6,900. Mobley got you your double double the other day. Maybe maybe getting up a little bit too expensive at 7K, you know, but it is. Let's imagine it's Portland that maybe we take um, a look at. And then Horford, I mean, played him the other day again. It doesn't matter, right? Who's playing <laughs> with 44, 41, 42, 42 last four games under 7K for him. So 5X at 7K is 35. Six x is forty three. So he's giving you about six x return on its price point here. in Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter, like that's the excuse me, that's the group that they're going against. Yeah, and it's something we talked about. Like
1: anyone that thought he was washed, like he wasn't. He just. Played on a bad team. And didn't got X, Yeah, and got X'd out of a team that just didn't want to win and didn't want Horford on the floor. So I'm perfectly fine with him at 6'900". nine hundred.
0: probably kept him, his legs rested or something. Right, right? Think, right. Know, right. A little a little
1: So, yeah, I think Horford, and then I think it's kind of a – I don't know what to make of the, the Magic situation because one game, Wendell Carter plays 17 minutes, and then the next game – he plays 36, and this is with Chumo Keki back. So they have to decide what they're doing. I don't want a, any part of it unless it's in a tournament. Like, if you're multi-entering, you're probably going to get a share or two of Wendell Carter, but not in, like, a single entry. No way. And then after that, I don't know. Do you have, like, who's your who is your Value Batum. Uh, Batum, yep. Batum is probably the, the go-to value. And, and then Niang, right, who's... Yeah. A power forward. And then after that, it's just, I don't see anybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jordan Vanderbilt played 39, uh, 29 minutes. The other day, he's played 29 and 30 in two of the last, the one game he played 16, he got in foul trouble. And that's sort of the, the Vanderbilt experience there. But he had 10 points, 13 boards in 30 minutes against Milwaukee, 10 points, eight boards against Orlando. We rode this kid last year for a little bit, if you remember, James. He was giving you blocks. he was giving you steals, double double. So, like, He's a high fantasy point per minute guy. Do you need to go to him? No, but I think if you're game sacking, probably a good option to throw in there, just given the the recent minutes that he's he's seeing here.
1: Yeah, it's a good point, point. and they're also facing a team with a very small front court. Like they don't really play Zubek. and to to that point, the Clippers are the worst rebounding team in basketball. So by like a significant margin. Yeah. they have two and a half rebounds less per game than the Celtics do, who's
0: 29th. Will be questionable. So here's one potentially pun play. Both Taj and Nurkless are questionable. Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. The last time those guys were out, right? Like he was. Yeah. He was getting run. I mean, that's what we're. I mean, since when? As soon as Taj came back, Obi's minutes sort of dipped a bit there. I don't know. Thoughts on on something like that? The first two games, 20 23 minutes out of him.
1: I think the problem is I don't want to say that the second game, Julius Randle only plays 30 minutes. And I say only because the rest of it, he's played 35 or more. And I think that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just saying
0: Taj has been playing 20 minutes tonight for the last three games. That's fair.
1: It's not the worst if you're multi-entering, but again, single entry, I'm not, I'm not going to play Obi Toppin.
0: Yeah. And Toppin's 3,100. I mean, again, if you, it's, if those guys are out, I, I, I think I'd probably take a dart on him. I, I just seeing what we've seen. I, I think there's he's worth a dart throw. If we if we had the dart board for NBA, uh, <laughs> he would make he would make your dart board. He, he would make my dartboard for, for the NBA center position. Uh, you talked about Jokic already. He's 11-4, 33 minutes against Memphis. Didn't give it to you. 49.75 fantasy points. It wasn't really a blowout. He His team 20, bad.
1: His team was really yeah, bad.
0: Yeah. 23-7 and 7-4 blocks, like those numbers, but when you're paying 11-4 for a guy, you need the game before. You need 26 and 19. So, like this is this is he's such an elite player, right? Like 46 fantasy points in 25 minutes, 41 fantasy points in 15 minutes against Utah. So like of course, <laughs> like the upside is there. But just do you want to pay the 11-4 do you want to go 10-3 for a healthy Joel Embiid maybe against Chicago? Towns against the Clippers. We, I mean, we love going at the Clippers. Yeah. With like, yep. it's, it, I think all of those guys are very viable. All of them can go for 60-plus. Towns, I, I think I maybe split in the middle there and it, look for maybe Towns over in the Clippers matchup. But, I mean, I get the point for all of them.
1: I would probably rank them based on their DraftKings price is how I would rank them. And it's not a slight in beat at all because I think Embiid is a great play, but I would just rank them how they are priced because I, I know what you're saying about Jokic, but I also don't think there's like anyone in basketball that's currently in the groove that Jokic is in. And I think there's a reason why... We've already seen the 70 point upside. I I I think we're going to see that a lot this year. So I'm going to still go Jokic, and I know that wasn't a great showing his last time out. I think that and that's going to depress the ownership, especially on a slate that has so much star power. And I want Jokic to depress ownership like I did in the game prior to the Memphis game. He was sub 10% and he goes for 67. So I'm still going to rank them how they're priced. I think Towns is super elite. I think Embiid is super elite, especially with that. But give me Jokic over both of them still.
0: Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because, I mean, I agree. Like, Jokic has 80 point outside that those other guys don't really have, sort of. I mean, we saw Embiid go for, what, 104 years ago against the Lakers, I think it was, right? But it seems unlikely that that's in his bag at this point. Joe Val in this matchup here against Sacramento, we saw it already the other night, 49 fantasy points. He's been an absolute beast. Maybe you worry about the back-to-back with him being a center, being a bigger guy, but you just keep riding this guy, especially with no anger. I'm like, he's an absolute tank. Everything we've wanted, again, we talked about it every podcast now, like for years, we've said, please play this guy 30, 35 minutes. He'll just be an absolute freak. And we're finally getting it. So no reason not to run him there. What do you think about Yusuf Nurkic? A guy that I know that the minutes, he's sort of in that same boat that like we wish he would play. But a guy of 45, 37 face points two of the last three games. Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, I know you talked about them actually being a little bit better defensively, but I don't know, thoughts on, they, they may have to play Nurkic more minutes in this game because of those two bigs.
1: Yeah, and he's actually starting to play a little more minutes, 26 and 28 the last two games, so things are turning around. Cleveland 12th in defensive rating as a team when they play slow, but I mean, it doesn't really, like, impact us that much for big men, right, because they're still going to run their offense and get the ball to the post to Nurkic and stuff, so yeah, I'm okay with it. Also, by the way, Valanciunas last he has already played a back-to-back this year. He went 27, 14, and 4. So no, he, he'll be he'll be yeah he'll be perfect fine tonight. Currently going into half, still with a minute over minute. He has 16 and 8. So yeah, pretty good guy. Yeah, I think Nurkic tournament play for me. Yeah, just tor- just tournaments for me.
0: I mean, Klinkapella has Brooklyn, and he actually played 33 minutes the other day. So. Yep. Like mm-hmm. all systems go there for Clint Capella in that yep. matchup. Jakob yep. Purtle at 7K. We saw this one already. We both touted him heavily. You go centers against Dallas. That's your spot. Bam. Absolutely destroyed Dallas tonight. Even after a slow start, he came back. Uh, and and foul, foul trouble. And
1: foul trouble in that game, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. And foul trouble. 22 and 13 in 33 minutes. But even Dwayne Deadman had 10 5 and 1 and 1 in 14. So, like, centers against Dallas has always been a thing, and Pertle already had this matchup and smashed 14 points, 13 rebounds. But he's $7,000, very much a guy that's in play. Daniel Gafford started, but Montrezl Harrell finished. He played 33 minutes and now four straight games of over 30 fantasy points. And Toronto plays small center, and we saw this matchup opening night, and he had 36 fantasy points in it. If they're going to go Precious or Kem Burch, Montrezl Harrell is going to eat that lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely like Capella. Hard to not like him at 71 against the corpses, as you say. Is Claxon still out? He was in the protocol, right? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's so expected it, yeah. to be out seven to ten more days. So definitely yeah. out here. I um, saw that
0: Millsap's supposed to return, but again, like that's even better. He's like pants, six eight. So.
1: Yeah, he's an <laughs> 80-year-old six eight guy trying to stay in front of Clint Capella. No way. So like Capella a bunch, like Pirtle. Harold for tournaments, I I think that the thirty three minutes is great, but only seven shots. Like what is what was the drop off there? And they have a lot of options there in Washington with Dinwiddie taking so many shots and Kuzma being so active. Tournaments for me, Jared Allen, definitely tournaments only, because yeah. his minutes fluctuate quite a bit. And then your boy Miles Turner, like you said.
0: <laughs> only twenty four minutes though. I don't like I don't know. And he that. goes
1: absolutely eight ish again, but twenty four minutes. The, the blocks are just there they're just yeah. there and then i don't know i don't know where I, I don't know what i would do next i don't think we need to i think i, mean, I think I was, center I is say, <laughs> so top heavy but
0: yeah i mean like lma is 5k not like again don't think you need to go there. here's i guess maybe an interesting one eh, he's probably not gonna play hachimura is back with the wizards but i, I don't i don't see him being active so too too soon back that with a
1: fa- that's a fair point.
0: Hachimura's back, huh? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to play or not, but he's at least back with the team for the first time. So, I mean, something to at least pay attention to moving forward, right? Like, he hasn't played yep. yet. So, Steven Adams, still playing 30 minutes. Unexciting, you know, but he did give you 20 fantasy points against Jokic. Can't really trust that Precious can't play Maybe, I mean, if you believe it, Ken Birch, if you believe the run that he got, right? I mean, 25 fantasy points. He's played 29 and 31 minutes the last two games, so. <laughs> he's lost
1: Loves Ken Birch. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand, but he loves Ken Burch. Oh. So that
0: could that could be your 4K. What did Dwight Powell do tonight? Dwight Powell played 25 minutes at 6, 8, 2, 1, and 1. He's 3,800. Do we have
1: status on Kleba Powell missed? So Kleba missed with a strained oblique. He's gonna be out seven to ten days.
0: Right.
1: So they probably have to play Powell, right? What was their rotation tonight? So. They started Brunson, which we talked about Cali, already.
0: Yeah, Collie Stein played 19. That was the only well, one. Like, only played big.
1: 25. Yeah, so they're. So, I mean, Powell is That's, what he is.
0: Unless they save them Boban for the back to back, right? Like, you know, they, they only played him two minutes tonight. Maybe maybe they, they no. for 12.
1: <laughs> and if, like, Powell is ruled out, all systems go on this front court. <laughs> but, like,. Other than
0: that, like no, hell to the no. Yeah, I agree with you. So that's going to wrap up our 11 our game look here. Just, it's it's huge. There's a lot of, a lot of plays. I, James is probably going to put together like a 50 person playbook for you guys. <laughs> Maybe he'll pare it down. Maybe he'll do some inception calls within the analysis. So just be on the lookout for it. These slates, we like to talk six to eight games of sort of the Wheelhouse. 11 games like James said like maybe you play the $20 the, the $3 20 max or something like that on this slate and and throw some lineups in I I don't really want to get over investing because there's just so many ways to go if you're a single entry player on this it's a good slate it's a big slate it'll be fun we'll, we're going to give you all the analysis we can we'll be in Discord for all of you we'll be on Twitter for all with you guys riding the analysis as it comes through so have fun with it good luck James any final thoughts here
1: Yeah, I just want to touch on something quickly, and it's about the process, right? And I think we saw it in Discord tonight, Cade Cunningham was a very popular play, and we were all in on Cade Cunningham, both Ray Kuhn and I were talking about it in Discord quite a bit tonight. And Cade Cunningham, as everyone knows, was terrible, and there's no denying it, he was terrible. He went 2 of 14 from the floor, 0 of 9 from 3, but John, that doesn't mean the process was wrong. He played 29 minutes, which we learned there was going to be no limit prior to the slate locking, which automatically means, you know, Kate Cunningham under 4K is going to be, he took 14 shots, John, in those 29 minutes, which was the most on their team. Um, He only took two shots less than Giannis. So it's, it's, don't abandon a process because things don't go your way on one slate. The process over the long run is what will win you the win you dollars more than they more than it loses you dollars. Cade Cunningham was 3600, it was a must play. Yeah, you're um, sad, if you're not cashing, it is not because of Cade Cunningham because 75% of the field also played him. So just stick with the process and if you need to ask questions, we're here for you. We're here for you on Twitter, we're here for you on Discord. Um we have constant discussion with everyone involved on discord about the process about the plays so please utilize all our tools utilize discord listen to this pod fully use vegas use usage rates to your advantage and and stick with the process and we promise you by the year's end you will have gained not only a lot of dollars but a ton of knowledge in nba dfs and dfs in general
0: yep amen to that so again guys it all is about how we build lineups understanding guys to fade guys to not play good chalk bad chalk cunningham 3600 no minutes limit he was good chalk he just didn't hit but again it didn't it wasn't the reason you lost so and hopefully you're not losing there was, the playbook tonight was pretty solid and we'll obviously talk to you guys in chat but for now we will catch you all later